Wastelanders, welcome to episode 39 of the Fallout Feed. Uh, I just want to remind everyone, you can always reach us at thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. We are super happy to hear your feedback, whether it be written or audio or what have you. Don't forget to send those in. Every week we check it regularly. This week I'm joined as usual, by awesome Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hello, awesome Kara. How are you? I'm awesome. Great. And we also have the awesome Casey here. Hi, Casey. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Everything doing is awesome. Good. Everything is awesome. Copyright. <laughs> um, and of course, we have the awesome Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, guys. Everything is indeed awesome. Awesome. And we have the most awesome of awesomes. We have Shaleen here with us. Hi, Shaleen. Hello. Great to have you aboard, Shaleen. This is two episodes in a row you've been on. You're just like abandoning that old other show that you used to have, and you're just like a thing over here now. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, what show? What are you talking about? I don't remember that from a long time ago. Yeah. Some other thing you used to do. Yeah, Fallout, Fallout, something about recording? I don't know. Yeah, I think you used to play Fallout and listen to records or something. That had to be it. That had that sounds a vinyl it's, club. It's like you loaded a quick save and started a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, we're glad to, to have to Yeah, we're glad to have everyone. Um we're we're sort of going to continue a little bit of conversation about our new DLC. And then, you know, we'll reflect a little bit on Far Harbor. Maybe um, we can talk about uh, people getting ready for the roundtable stuff, because uh, that's always a fun project that we're doing over here at the Fallout feed. So, I don't know, let's just get into a little bit of, of general Fallout discussion this evening. I don't have any um, exact direction that we should go. Um, Wait, we're supposed to have direction? Yeah, what? see... Sometimes no, I think I think I think some good podcasts do that every <laughs> once in a while. That sounds silly, Andrew. Yeah, who wants to plan stuff? Good night. <laughs> um, but we were talking last episode about the the new DLC and um, my adventures of how I was talking to the um, the overseer lady there, and someone's got a train going by. Yeah, sorry, that's me. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, but we're talking about the new DLC and I was speaking to the overseer and out of the corner of my eye, I see ghouls in the background. So I take them out immediately and that caused sorts of weird stuff to start going on. Cause evidently she has this relationship with the ghouls, but I jumped the gun uh, a little bit literally and killed these ghouls. And then it caused her to sort of act weirdly. And then I was supposed to chase her down this hallway. And I didn't really understand what was going on because she was aggressive. Like she had the red indicator above her, meaning that she didn't like me, but she was running away. And I didn't see the indicator up into the, like we were talking about last episode, the indicator up in the left-hand corner of the screen that says you're supposed to follow her, whatever. So I was like chasing her for a little while, but then I was just like, I have no idea what's going on. So I just eventually just killed her because she was aggro or whatever. So I was like, well, screw you. I'm going to take you down. And so that immediately caused the mission failed to pop up. So, yeah. So I've reloaded it, and I'm excited to get back into it now. But uh, 
because um, I didn't want to fail the mission. Because <laughs> evidently I was doing a little bit of background reading. There's some stuff that she has that you need to get off of her if you want actually access to everything that is possible to build, I believe. Oh, so she's holding back, huh? Yeah, I, I think you can immediately tell her to leave, and then you don't get access to her stuff, but you can find her dead body outside of the vault. I think she dies pretty <laughs> I think she dies awesome. pretty immediately and you can still get access to those things that she has. But if you help her through the whole thing, then she'll just give that stuff to you. I don't I don't even know what I'm talking about because I haven't done it yet, but I was just reading, you know, so I'm just like, I don't know, some some junk she has that is evidently helpful in some way that you need somehow, but Okay, so she hasn't done anything inside of the vault for all of these years. What is it, like 210 years or something? 210 years, and she doesn't know how to take care of herself outside of the... What has she been doing for 210 years? She's been talking to those ferals. She's been sniping at them, probably. My God, she's just good for nothing. I remember her in her conversation did mention something about why she herself didn't go feral. Like everyone else. Oh, maybe that's what I missed whenever she was super muffled and I was busy trying to get Julian out of my innards. <laughs> he was munching on your, <laughs> on your small intestine. Yeah, I needed those. I needed them very much. Put that back. <laughs> so what about the uh, engineer that you have to take down before you can even get oh my to God. Barstow? The guy who was the ghoul on steroids. Yeah, he, why is he so thick? He's a big one. Yeah, I, I've run. I, mean, in, I think I've run into one of those guys before, but I, I think this guy was even bigger. He seemed hulking. You know, he's a, he was charred, right? Char, charred ghouls, I think, are the are yeah. the nastiest. The the big chunky ones. Yeah, they're all kind yeah. of blackened and they're bloated and they're charred. Oh yes, bloated—that's the one. The bloated ones. Yeah. I, th- I think he was charred for me. I, th- I think that's the the highest level. Yeah. He just looked buff to me and like seven feet tall. Yeah, he was just huge. He looked kind of like annoyed. swamp thing. Yeah, he didn't skip leg day, arm day. <laughs> Dude oh. was fit. He hits those hits the cycles hard. Well, he did something with his time trapped in the vault for 210 years. Wall squats. <laughs> <laughs> he could have moved some rubble for her. Did they have... What was their previous relation? In, in the Someone mentioned a terminal that mentioned their previous... Did they have, does it mention the previous relationship between the overseer and the security guy? Yeah, I think he didn't like her. Yeah, and there was some passive aggressive behavior between him and her uh, on his part. Like he he knew that the vault wasn't ready and construction wasn't moving along quite as fast as it should. Um and he was like, "Ah, oh, but if she keeps coming by, I'm just going to have to haul ass or something like that." Uh, uh take this with a grain of salt, but this is just <laughs> what my faulty memory. <clears throat> I think you're pretty close. Yeah. So when do we know when the cave-in happened? It happened the day the bombs fell, I believe. That's yeah. my understanding. Yeah, because on uh, the day before the bombs fell, they were going to have a tour group, and then oh, and then yeah. there was a audit, some kind of automated alert on the day of the bomb. So mm-hmm. it uh, it was it was uh, under construction literally the day of the bombs. How mm-hmm. close? How close were they to finishing? Did they say? 
It doesn't look like they were very close from the inside. No, no, no. they were not close at all. I haven't gotten in into the depths of the hallways or anything. I'm only in that first big chamber with the their trains or something. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. Like, uh, train cars. Yeah. That's all I've seen. I, have, I haven't gotten back into it. Uh, so when you walk in, well, first and foremost, um, I've seen different things on online about how this quest launches, but I've, I'm pretty sure it only launches once you've reached level 20, and that's when it will pop up on your Pip-Boy. There's a distress signal for Vault 88 that you need to go check out. What happens if you go to the vault before level 20? Will they let you in? Yes. They will. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. So it just doesn't pop up. You just have to stumble upon it or right. know, know where it is. It's down by that school. That like. Yeah, it's near Quincy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the Quincy point. Quarry. Mm-hmm. And then I suppose if you're lower than level 20, then bodybuilder uh, engineer <laughs> takes your ass out he, pretty quick. Yeah, he will smash your face. Yeesh. Yeah, I saw that the recommended – you can have access at level 20 – Recommended access is thirty-five. Oh, then I my character's under. No wonder I had such a tough uh, tough time. Um, I got really lucky whenever I showed up there because I had not cleaned out the quarry, and I don't know if that res, uh, responds the raiders or not. Does it, or does it just get cleared out? Oh, I don't know. They respond because I I, I responds. I I had cleared it, and and when I came back with the with the uh, vault. The vault quest they were uh, freshly raided up a, a, a different group of raiders were trying to break in they just don't want their <laughs> lessons do they yeah, they just yeah. one of them was named but i just i just shot them all from the edge of the quarry i didn't i didn't have any truck with them i just killed them what sort of weaponry do you use pat i assume since your survival you like to keep a distance and you're using yeah, like a sniper I, I rifle or something i picked up a two-shot radium rifle in far harbor which is Ooh. my new favorite weapon Ooh. it is it is very sweet against raiders and gunners. The extra projectile. Uh, extra projectile with the radium effect. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good against humans. It it uh, and it does fine against other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But but against any human enemy, it just it just lays waste. Yeah, uh, Shalene, you were asking about the the kiloton um, rifle last episode. Have you used radium rifles from Far Harbor yet? I found a couple of radium rifles. I ha- I used one for a little bit, but um, I haven't used them very much, no. No. Well, um, they're, they're pretty cool. I, I like them a lot um, because they add, what is it, a base of 50? 30? 50 radi- radiation 50 damage. 50 radiation damage, yeah. And then you can, you know, depending on your gun nut level, can soup up your actual weapon to whatever you need it to. Okay. Whatever you can. But it just has an extra damage of 50 radiation, which is great, except for I pull it out against, you know, ghouls, and that extra 50 radiation doesn't do anything for you at that point. Mm-hmm. They, they, they got some rad resistance, those ghouls. But the cool part about the one specific one that I have is the, the kiloton is the one that I like. It has that um, explosive area of effect um, legendary aspect to it as well. Nice. So I like that one. It has the, has the, the radiation, the high damage, um, and the explosive effect, which I think is really cool. Uh, Pat was yours a named weapon or did you No, it, it was just two shot radium. 
Man, that's cool. I want to run into one of those. Was that a legendary drop from a... Yeah, just a random legendary drop. And it, it, it's the planet, the Overseer's Guardian, which is my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite, just sort of standard one. Uh, it, I hear it's you talk good. about that. I have never taken that out. I've, I've heard you speak of that weapon highly a lot. Yeah, you can just get it so early in the game. It's it's yeah. you, it's in Vault 81. All you got to do is make it to Vault 81 alive, and uh, you can pick that thing up. It's uh, it's it, it, it you know if you pick if you're running around with that thing like at level 10, you are really overpowered. It's nice. And that's the 81 is the here kitty kitty. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a good one. So did you guys have? Uh, it seems like everyone had a pretty easy time getting in to uh, Vault 88, I had to pretty much do nothing because when I approached, the Brotherhood of Steel was also on approach, oh, and they nice. landed, and they just did all of the work for me. I was like, <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks, guys. While you're at it, can you also get me some, I don't know, some tea or something like that? You know, no rush <laughs> or anything. I just went behind and cleaned up and just, you know, took stuff from the bodies and, and whatnot. It was it was great. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't remember saying that my getting into the vault was particularly easy. Oh, well, tell us more. I, no, it's just there were way more raiders than I expected. I expected there to be like three or four. There was like 12 or something running around. There was way more than I expected. And they weren't, you know, the pushover little sissy raiders. They were all leveled and stuff like yep. that. They were also all ghouls. I did notice that after I had stripped them down. I was like, oh, wow, that one was a, that guy was a ghoul. And I didn't notice mm-hmm. that all of them were, but that's, all of them are ghouls. I wonder what that means. I, I think it's just there's a ton of radiation in that area. Well, because yeah. it's way down south, yeah. yeah. That quote-unquote lake there spews green jets of something, and yeah. I don't know what it is because the water itself uh, is – the quote-unquote water is <laughs> like this glowing yellow yick color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the whole time I was outside, it, you know, I just heard my Geiger counter just go click, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was wishing that I had brought my radiation suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that uh quick outfit configuration mod that I downloaded. I, I did one as my uh hazmat suit. It's it's really sweet being able to switch outfits with just one click. Outfit Highly configuration mod. Yeah, what what is that? It's just called uh outfit configurator or something. Here I'll let me let me pull up the mod and I'll tell you the exact name. But it, it gives you two pieces of of aid in your aid menu it's outfit switcher and uh one of them is the configuration and it lets you define five outfits and then the other one is a is the actual switcher that you can hotkey and when you hotkey it it just switches it just rotates among those five outfits so i've got a fighting outfit a charisma outfit and a a hazmat suit and you just rotate through those see i would like that that's nice because when I go to sell stuff, I hate to like we have to back out, go into the menu, yeah. equip this and that. That sounds better. Yeah, this is really nice because instead of loading you know five armor pieces plus glasses and clothing, you just have one switch. And the other thing is if you if you're in a dialogue with a vendor and if you turn around like and look away from the vendor, the dialogue options disappear from the screen and you can pull up your hotkeys. So you actually don't even have to stop your dialogue to do it, which is nice because I'm all the time overburdening myself because I use pocketed combat armor, so that helps my carry weight. So I'm always over-encumbered when I put on my charisma clothes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
probably breaks your legs and uh, yeah, it, survival it's, mode. It's right? not good. Yeah. Well in survival. Does it cripple yeah. you? I heard that if you're over encumbered too long in survival mode, it'll break your legs. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, so how many times have you broken your legs? I, I'm I'm pretty good about uh, about curing myself. Yeah, he seems uh, on oh. top of your shit. That's that's good. <laughs> Casey, did you have trouble with the raiders getting in? No, I just went around. I killed them all, and then I had to fast travel back to my settlement to dump all the loot. That yeah, I, I did too. Right people. before, I was like, "Ooh, there's gonna be a ton of stuff in here. I better go. I better go dump, do an inventory dump real quick." Yes, I did that, and then when I fast traveled back, it put me inside the vault. Oh. I don't, know. I don't know if I. So, you, yeah, did you, you can, did you, you can enter fast the travel vault? in and out of inside the vault. Did you enter the vault before fast traveling? Or I didn't you... enter it, but I got the name to pop up. Like I got to the door. And it didn't. Oh. You didn't enter, but it still fast traveled you to the interior of the vault. That's interesting. I saw the vault, like the animation of the vault opening. Oh, okay, okay. I just didn't actually go into it. I okay, fast traveled back to my home to dump my loot. Right. Uh, and then when I fast traveled back, it put me right inside, like right next to the, the overseer. Nice. See, I thought I thought that you meant the little like dugout portion, uh, which I thought was very odd. Uh, you know, I just walked into, you know, where the quest was leading me, which is this little dugout portion in the marble where it's just, uh, I guess, soft earth. And... There's no clear indication of a, a tunnel. It's just a wall of dirt. To me, anyway, it was. And then suddenly the screen goes black and you're in a new area. Uh, so that was a little jarring for me. It didn't seem like a great transition, but I'm just trying to find things to nitpick here because I like <laughs> the whole thing so much. <laughs> I yeah, it's nice. I don't recall anything like that. Pat, did you have anything like that? No, it's it's a tunnel. I, I think, Carrie, you, you may have just like approached it from an angle and didn't see it because it is a very dark tunnel and there, but you can, you can tell it, it's kind of like going into Virgil's cave in the glowing sea where you just all of a sudden you're, you're outside and you walk in a tunnel and now you're inside. Right. And that's the way the vault is. Oh, okay. So it's a tunnel, but it's pretty dark. But so there's no load screen to get in. There, the there is, there is, there is. Oh, okay. but, but there's no like door or anything. It's just like you're, you're walking down a tunnel and it just pops you into the load screen. Yeah without opening a door. Yeah, I didn't see the tunnel. I just saw a wall of dirt. You're probably right. I was angled wrong. Well, angle yourself right next time. What are you doing? You know, don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want, and I do it good. <laughs> you certainly do do that. I said do do. But no, I really should pay more attention. Because I had no idea that the Raiders were all ghouls. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, yeah, I noticed that. And it's like, oh, um, yeah, me too. How <laughs> <Ow>, about that? <laughs> I'm part of this thing too. Yay. <laughs> I did not know they were all ghouls, no. I'd say I'm like Casey. I, some, and some of them had those stupid uh, uh, flight helmets or whatever, so you can't see their faces. Yeah. Right. So you're not systematically stealing all the hats, huh? No. That's uh, that's just me, is it? <laughs> okay, we we really called you here because we need to have an intervention, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and we want you to know we love you very much. It's I just... can quit whenever I want, you guys. 
I don't need the hats. I just want the hats. Uh, you know, honestly, because the DLC has been coming out so rapidly, I really gave up uh, on collecting. I have this one character that I used for collecting everything. And honestly, I just got tired uh, because I didn't feel like I could keep up with it all. And I could really take the time to kind of search through everything and find uh, one unique object that I was looking for or whatnot. Now I just feel like I have to plow through everything. Uh, because podcasting, um, <laughs> like you were mentioning, and well, we're and, not we're not trying to suck the fun out of it here, Kara. <laughs> well, guess what? No, I'm still having, <laughs> I'm still having a lot of fun. It, it does change the way you play, though. It definitely it just, does. It does. Yeah. There's no way around that. Yeah. You play with a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm no longer addicted, so. To uh, pack riding. Now, to me, the uh, the legendary weapons and the legendary armor system really changed the way that I collect. It's it's less important to me to collect all the things. Mm-hmm. First, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> Excuse me, seeing all the different types of hats or clothes or whatever that they put into the game, which. Uh, you know, some of the things you're just kind of like, really? Who decided to throw that in here? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I can't think of any right now, which makes <laughs> makes me sad. But there were there are a couple that just kind of threw me for a loop sometimes. But you Take know, I got yeah. I think there's a disproportionate amount of flight helmets floating around the wasteland. Yeah, there, there's a lot of those. It's like, how many jet pilots were there in this thing? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. tons of those helmets everywhere. Uh, you know, when I took down Fort Strong for the Brotherhood of Steel, I was really mad that I didn't get more mini nukes than I did. I was like, there, there are boxes everywhere. You're telling me I can't collect, you know, maybe a few on the sly before I turn this quest in? Come on! Yeah. Uh, the What's that surveillance uh, pyramid thing called down in the Glowing Sea? Oh, I always expected there to be like thousands that you could yeah. just yeah. take, and there were you could get some, but some isn't enough. No, if you go to the at Fort Strong, that's like where they were actually manufacturing the mini nukes, but you can only find like three. Yeah, it's that's dumb. Come on, <laughs> I yeah. want I want a hundred mini nukes. Give me all the mini nukes. <laughs> Hey, Shalene, did you ever make the Merv launcher? I did. I made a Merv, and I named it the Arsenal of Democracy. <laughs> the Peace Breaker. Nice. Uh-huh. I, I don't think I've actually had the call to use it yet, though. I tried to use it on the last run when, uh, on my last roundtable character, uh, when the Institute was attacking the Brotherhood of Steel at the airport in the final climactic scene where you, you Liberty Prime comes out and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled it out because I wanted to use it, and I found that it's awesome that it shoots like six mini-nukes all at once, but they only go about 30 yards in front of you. You have <laughs> almost you. no range with the thing. Yeah, and you kill yourself with it because it doesn't shoot it far enough. Or I just didn't understand how I'm supposed to work it probably. It's more likely the explanation to that, but... It's it's 
it's definitely a great idea. I'm not sure that I know how to use it correctly. Yeah, I always use vats when I use the Fat Man, um, because I, I'm very that's probably, inept that's probably when it smart. comes to that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and no, me too. I'm I suck at aiming, but still, I don't put a scope on anything in the game. I refuse to put mm-hmm. a scope on any of my guns. I'm a much better shot with just the dot on my normal aimings. It's not a mm-hmm. scope, but on my just normal aiming thing. As soon as I put a scope on there, I feel like things get too zoomed in, and I'm like, oh, I can't see anything. I need to pull back out so I can actually see what's going on. I'm not a sniper at heart. I don't know if you guys have figured that out yet. I, I enjoy sniping. I enjoy it very much, but I'm, I'm really bad at it. So I, I just sit back there and just fire off shot after shot and, and do mm-hmm. no damage. <laughs> but it's so fun. One of the great things about this uh, roundtable character that I've been assigned is that it is a a sneak-based character, which I never, ever do sneak. I'm always just running in and, and blasting, blast away. But it's a, it's a sneak and silent uh, character with a ranged attack, which I've never really done before. I'm like kind of a a medium to close range shotgun, small rifles type of guy. But these mm-hmm. are like, you know, it's it's giving me, this build is just, it's amazing how they the Fudge Muppet guys have pathed this this character through the perk chart. It's the damage multipliers that you can get even early in the game just from the use of no, I, I think Lone Wonder gives you a little bit of extra damage. And then they put a little bit in, you know, the the Mr. Sandman one has, like, a little bit of extra damage. A Bloody Mess has a little bit of extra But there's all stack on top of each other. So you're doing, like, crazy tons of amount of damage, and you're only level 10 if you follow through this. It's But you have to be sneaking, and you have to be far away. And the build has these really cool pieces of armor, but they only work if your radiation level is at, like, 80% or higher, you know, stuff like that. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh. And so they use the phrase glass cannon numerous times, which, you know, I guess makes sense that it's super powerful, but you don't want to get hit because I only have 10% of my health bars dedicated to health. It's all, it's all freaking radiation at this point. Which is why you have sneak and stuff. I, I yeah. know that's normally what I do. Sneaky and charismatic and... My round table character is neither of those. Yeah, she you got the like, scientist or something, right? Yeah, she is negative charisma, pretty much, if that's a thing. And uh, pretty much negative sneak. So it's it's been a real adjustment for me. <laughs> and, and I don't know, I've also get, gotten to the point where I'm kind of sick of being in a power suit and she... Like, the best place for her to be is wrapped in a power suit because she's... <laughs> She doesn't have the greatest uh, yeah. uh, health oh, that's herself, interesting. but it's certainly not the worst. What uh, what sort of power armor do you have? Uh, not much yet, because I've been trying to balance between exploring and remembering where some of the good power suits are that I can actually reach, um, and trying to get leveled up and to Far Harbor and through all the missions, and I'm not doing a great job of it. Oh, no. Yeah, so well, right you need now to quit podcasting. You need to go uh, play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. This yeah. I have set aside an entire evening and night. Nice. So. Hey, hey, Pat. There's a Vim uh, set of power armor. Is that any high level, or is that sort of like a? It, it's one? T. It's T51. 
Okay, so it's not terribly. It's 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 medium level, and yeah. I forget whether it's C or you know I don't think it's lowest level, but I don't think it's like you know F or whatever either. Uh huh. It's just it's just cool because it's green. Mm-hmm. And you can give it a, a cool paint job. I think we mentioned it in a previous episode. You can yeah yeah it, it and, comes and, green and, they, and you can paint it red or vice versa. The, uh, there's there's an Abraxo and a Sugar Bombs. T fifty one paint job too that are very nice. I want a sugar bomb. You you I, yeah it's it's with uh, sugar bombs armor. Sugar bombs T it's t, it's only T fifty one and T fifty one is not that common. I so don't you care. So is it just the paint job that you find? No no it's it I don't think you have to find it I think it just comes with uh, either wasteland workshop or contraptions because you get so vi, you get vim you get vim red and vim green with. Far Harbor, and you get Abraxo and Sugar Bombs with, I think, Workshop, but it might be Contraptions. It's one or the other. So where do you run yeah. into those? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. You 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 you, you, you have to have a you have to have a set of T you have to have a set of T fifty one on your. Uh, oh, you just access workbench. it in the in the workshop. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But okay. if you have T fifty one, but it's only T fifty one, which is. That's Once you get to a certain level, it's hard to find that because they want to give you T60 mm-hmm. and X01. Yeah. Okay, so Andrew, uh, instead of doing the round table stuff, <laughs> I'm going to go find me some a T51. T51 <laughs> well, I'm sure we can do a Google search real quick and find out where some <laughs> T51 is and save you a little bit of time. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be logical and not go on an adventure, but, you know, it's fine. We can do it your way. Is the Adam Cat's armor T51? Uh, it's, uh, 45. Well, I think actually Adam Cats might be multiple, because you can get a... No, it's Flame. No, I think Adam Cats might be 60. Okay. But there's a, yeah, there's an Adam Cats paint job that, that they want to sell you, like, for 4,000 caps or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. What is, what is the power armor in the introduction of the game menu screen that she's working on? That one's 60, isn't it? I think it's it's either sixty or fifty one. I think it's sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Because fifty one's got the kind of like weird, like sort of slanty eye mask thing. It, it's kind of funky looking. And I think sixty. I'm looking at my Fallout feed T-shirt that Michael sent me, and I think it's the sixty. Now, did Michael use that same? I, I, well, actually, that's true. It might not even be. It, it looks more like the sixty, but it might be from one of the other yeah. games. That's true. I'm not sure it's a four. Hey, you know what, Casey? I just popped this open, and you're right. The Adam Cat's power armor is T51. Go get the Adam Cat's armor. Purchased, Cats purchased awesome. from Rowdy. But doesn't the Adam Cat's armor already come with a bitch and paint job? <laughs> yeah, Don't they have flames or something cool? Or an well, there's a hot rod. Is, is the hot rod the same as Adam Cat's? Or, uh... The Adam Cat's is different than the hot rod. Okay. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. No, no yeah, they're different. Um, I can't explain how because I don't have the game open, and I refuse to open it right now because I will get distracted. Um, <laughs> you got to host something. I know, like I'm supposed to be attentive and hosting, but... <laughs> oh, uh, one of my favorite locations that I haven't been to the game that I've heard about a lot that I want to go visit is the overpass above Grey Garden. Uh, evidently, it's really cool. You can build up there, and it's the highest point in the game that you can build or something. Um, but also, up on top of there, Kara, do you know what you find? What do I find? A full set of T-51 power armor can be found. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so have fun with the rest of this podcast, guys. Yeah, <laughs> later. <laughs> no, that's that's funny. No, that's cool. Why is it only a limited um, model of power armor, Pat? I, I don't know. I, th- I was really disappointed. I wanted my X01 to be BIM colored. I was really disappointed when it was only T51. I'm sure it's probably some kind of like you know texture thing or something mm-hmm. where there's some technological reason they do it that way. Yeah, because game logic. Whereas in reality, you'd be able to do well, whatever you want. Well, actually, there is an in-game reason. The in-game reason is that those uh, T51s were used for promotional appearances by them and other companies. Mm-hmm. So that's the in-game reason why they're the only ones with the silly paint jobs. Yes, but once you learn how to do the paint job, you should be able to do whatever you want with that. Yeah, I agree. But it's it's a very small thing, so it's not like a huge deal. There's probably a mod for that. Most likely. Probably is. <laughs> There's a mod for everything. <laughs> oh, wait, I just got an email, guys, from oh, from Casey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's sending some feedback. We'll, we'll, we'll listen to that uh, coming up on the roundtable here in uh, the next <laughs> few days. That'll probably air. Yeah. Uh, do we have some other emails? We do feedback? have a few emails here. Um, well, uh, someone from... Um, from Murder She Wrote World called in last week, so that was that was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Gerald Jerry. It goes by Jerry. Um, he's written in a few times, and we like to say hello to Jerry. We give a shout out. He's doing one of our roundtable playalongs. Um, if anyone's interested in uh, doing this roundtable that we refer to, uh, give us a email at falloutroundtable at gmail dot com. What it is is we assign random. Um, characteristics to your your characters, and you just play a, a predetermined set of quests that we assign. There's a schedule assigned, and um, since your stats are randomly assigned, everyone has drastically different experiences, and then we all just get together and tell our stories and compare our adventures. And it's sort of like just a fun little way to get everyone together. Lots of community involvement. And so we do these play-along characters, so we can assign you statistics if you guys would like to play along. Uh, please do. It's a fallout roundtable at gmail.com again. Um, but Jerry is doing one of our play-alongs. He says, hey, it's Jerry. I'd like to join you in the next season if it's not too late. And it's looking a bit bad for mods over here. I'm assuming um, he's talking about PS4. Oh, yes, here we go. Are we ever going to get them on the PS4? Nope. You guys don't think so? No. Anytime <laughs> soon. Sony... Yeah. Maybe like three years from now. I don't. You actually think it'll be that Sony's being that much of a a problem? They're a huge stick in the mud. They're it's like we were describing them the other week. uh, The Apple of the console world. It's they're they're being brats, and they're always going to be brats. I don't think three years, but it's going to be quite some time. Shalane, you have all the you have the PS4 as well. I do have a PS4. I don't have Fallout on it. Um. I, I think they'll get it. I don't think it'll be years. I think they'll get it. Um, they've just had some technical difficulties, you know. Yeah. Well, it's all their, you know, preparatory stuff that they have to have their own. Yeah, they, they don't want to. Yeah, they just don't want to play along well with, with everyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, their graphics are amazing. Is it so. is it actually better than Xbox? 
I haven't played the Xbox One, um, but I have played a PS4, and I just it was so pretty and crisp and just everything was wonderful and nothing hurt. (laughs) From my past experience, I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't dive into these things and read all the consumer reports and stuff, but from whatever I've heard just sort of like in passing by is that the PS4 is the better um, pure gaming system. The Xbox is the better entertainment system. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's supposedly the exclusives are better on the PS4, but uh, I only play Fallout, so I don't really care. Yeah, I, that's all I've been playing for months and months. And I, I did get sort of sucked back into gaming for a while uh, because of Red Dead Redemption and Uncharted. I will miss the Uncharted series a little bit mm-hmm. on, on Xbox because those those are pretty fun games. I need to finish Uncharted 4. I never finished it. Uh, they were talking about that on, on ASA Game Talk, another show on our little network here. Um, they, they went over um, some some stuff about uh, Uncharted 4. It sounds really fun. You know, I played the first three. They're all great. They're, they're really fun games. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of missed those on Xbox. I'll probably have to get yeah, a PS4 love that eventually. Series. Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, sorry. Jerry White. You still got email here left, buddy. Um, are we ever going to get them on the PS4? Uh, thanks for all the entertainment and knowledge you bring me at work. Let me know about that roundtable season. Uh, I'd like to participate in any way possible. Thanks for all you do, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, we rolled you a character. You've already got your stuff. You are well on your way with this roundtable character. Thanks for playing along, Jerry. That's really awesome. And uh, our next email, we got... From Bill. Um, Bill says, "Hello, I listen to you guys at work. At I listen to you guys at work at night, and unfortunately, I found out about you after you had already finished up the first season of the roundtable. So I was wondering if there was if I could somehow or somewhere or some way get the builds that you used for the people for the first season." And if you are about to start a new season, I would also like to get the builds that everyone would be using for that as well. I know it is a lot to ask, but the shows have me wanting to go through it as you guys did and compare all of my questing outcomes with how your guys' episodes went. (laughs) If that is too much to ask, I hope not. But keep up the good work anyway, and I'll keep listening, Bill. Uh, Bill... All I did was I sent you the two episodes that we did when we were building our characters the first time when we were assigning random stats to everyone. We we have our roundtable where we discuss all of our adventures, but also before each season, we just get together and um, roll our random stats. And it's kind of fun to hear everyone get their stats and discuss what they're getting as they're being rolled. So those are those are fun episodes, too. Uh, so I gave those to Bill, and he looked up uh, what our previous stats are. And he's he's going back through the first season and, and doing his own roundtable by himself. <laughs> That's very cool. Good for you, Bill. Thanks for uh, thanks for writing in. That's awesome. Uh, let me check real quick the other email. See what we got here. I think we just got one for Casey. Say hi, Casey. Oh no, actually we have um, Rolo wrote us uh shout out to rollo i don't think i read this one early earlier he says uh my name is riley but you can call me rollo i love tuning into the roundtable podcast episodes and i figured i would give this a try i'm not sure if you need background info on me 
Maybe you don't care, but I'm a 24-year-old female from Los Angeles. I'm a jewelry assistant, and my favorite food is green tea ice cream. I usually, (laughs) in Skyrim and Fallout, play an exclusively stealth-slash-sneak-based character, and hopefully these perks get me out of my comfort zone. Well, Rollo, that is the main point of the roundtable, is for everyone to have a good time playing a character that they normally wouldn't play. So that, that's that's awesome. Uh, we rolled Rollo some stats, and she got um, – we she actually got Sneak as one of her main things. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to re-roll a few things for her. So I, I, I got her out of her comfort zone. So uh, she continues, hope to hear from you soon. I would like some random stats and the list of quests. Um, oh, thank you for saying that the list of quests roll. I'd like to remind everyone that our quest can be found at asapodcasting.com and you click on the fallout feed little icon there and that'll bring up our whole season one quest. I've already got it planned out. There's, um, 12 quests cause we're doing, uh, automatron and the far Harbor, all of those quests mixed together. There's four for automatron and eight for far Harbor. So that's 12 quests with uh, three quests each and four recording sessions. Each recording session is broken into two episodes for airing. And that is our roundtable project. Um, Thanks for signing up. Rolo. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, And one more. Sorry, guys. I know a lot to rail off here. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about any of the emails I've read so far? It's uh, I, I. I think the uh, the the point about uh, getting out of the comfort zone is exactly right. That's uh, that's that I hundred percent agree. That's why the roundtable is such a brilliant thing. It uh, so I think almost everybody is probably going through the game for second or third or fourth time or whatever, and that's a good time. You you, you know the game, so you can you you you're not you're not having to learn the game, but so you can learn a new play style. So it's a nice nice way to really get something extra out of that third or fourth or second playthrough. Yeah, my my first two were eerily similar, and uh, you know I'm glad to my round my first roundtable character was just totally not how I would have played it normally. But uh, the second one is even more different. So yeah, oh man, this is good stuff. I'm excited to get into um, Casey, who got the Santa Claus role. I want to hear all about this <laughs> character build. Like, That's I don't, so funny. I don't know what Blend sort it. of perks would go into that. Like, is there a, a giving or like bringing children joy perk or like a bowl full of jelly perk? Like, I don't know what sort of things you're going to do here with Santa Claus. Really I've interested to hear that. You have to have like Wasteland that. Whisperer and you could tame all the rad stags. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is brilliant. Oh, oh, I got the cryo later. You can shoot snowballs at people. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is great. Oh, is that built in? Did they mention that? And you can load toys and teddy bears into the junk. You guys, Vault Tech oh, Workshop teddy bears. added Christmas trees. Can you add a Christmas tree to the junk jet and blast Christmas <laughs> at everyone? Oh, this is great. It's going to be perfect. But an example of out of your comfort zone is my Santa build uses heavy weapons, and I'm having a real hard time using them because the ammo is so limited. Mm, yes. That five millimeters tough. I can't part with the ammo because I don't have that much of it. Yeah, you got to save it up for a while. I found that too when I was assigned a a heavy weapons character that I had to save up the heavy weapons stuff for a while because they don't give a ton of, especially early in the game in the first twenty levels, you don't get a ton of the five millimeter or the, I don't know, the flamethrower or whatever juice they give you for that. Yeah, the cryolator starts with two hundred ammo, and I don't know if you can get more of it. You can. Uh, I think Cricket sells it. Nice. And there are 
the uh, Assaultron in Good Neighbor. I think you can get some from her. Oh, nice. I like her. I forget her name. Cleo. Cleo, yes. I wanted to say Ada, but that's that other robot. Yeah, yeah. Ada's uh, a pacifist. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so we, we actually heard from one more um, listener here. We got one more email from Phil. He says, hi, gang. Just listening to your season two prep session now, uh, but if it's not too late, I would love to play along at home. I started with Fallout 3, went into New Vegas, and now am loving Fallout 4. Like some of the other participants in the roundtable, I'm looking for new challenges to keep up the interest level as we wait for the Nuka World DLC and the last workshop. Well, the last workshop already released, so Phil, hopefully you're having fun with that. He says, at 55, I may be one of your oldest players, and I'd love to provide written or audio feedback as we play along together. Best regards and hope to hear from you soon, Phil. Uh, shout out to Phil. Thanks for writing into the show. That's awesome. Um, we will, of course, we got you, your stats, and you're, of course, uh, full steam ahead into your into your character. So that's great. Um, we have 18 people who have signed up to do play-along characters so far. And um, I'd like to encourage all of you to please sign up. Uh, the one thing we do ask, if you are doing a play-along character, please uh, do a, like a... Uh, some audio feedback for us to play on the show. Um, that will be, you know, you can you can do five, ten, fifteen minute long, however you want to do, is uh, fine by us. And um, you have to send in the audio feedback so we can hear about your adventures too. And what we were doing in the past is just tacking it on to the end of the show. But I think what we're going to do, if we get enough people together who are sending in active uh, feedback every episode is that we will collect all those together and have everyone get together for a, yet another separate episode and play all the feedback and then react to that and just sort of keep the roundtable episode separate and then we'll have a feedback episode too. So I thought that would be a, a fun way to do that. So um, please, everyone sign up for the roundtable. It'd be a, a, a good time. We're, we have a really good time with it. And I'm hoping that since Shailene, Shailene is on, that maybe we, we can um, scrounge up a f- just a couple more people from... Uh, from her wake that we draw into our show. That'd be lovely. That would be great. Uh, Kara, what's going on? Do we lose Kara? Um, well, I, does anybody have anything else uh, that they'd like to get into with the new DLC or anything before we sign off for the evening? There's uh I I've been uh, playing it to, there's there's quite a few quests. I mean it's not all just uh it's not all just messing around in the vault. I mean there's it starts in the vault, but there's I you know it's uh, it's it's pretty nice. It, it's uh, got more depth than I was expecting for just a yeah. uh, a workshopy type thing. Does she I think they took some of the criticisms to heart from the previous workshops. Like what uh, specifically what were some of the criticisms for which workshop? And well, how, you know, how for would they the workshops it? in general, that it's just building stuff, just new building tools. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that's not what we want, you know? So I think they really kind of tried to tried to fix that. You know, they, they wanted to provide the building tools and also uh-huh. something to do, you know? Yeah, I'd say I've heard other... I've seen that sentiment a little bit here and there online where people were saying that, oh, none of, none of the building things have a storyline to them. But mm-hmm. the robot workshop was a building thing, and it had four little quests that went along with it. And 
But I mean, they didn't I, market I that a as a building thing. They marketed that as, hey, look, as a, a quest. story. Yeah, it's, uh, it wasn't that, exactly. I mean, it was kind of, but I thought I think of that more of as, as a building DLC, too. I know it's not a workshop specifically, but it does have a robot like yeah, a bench or something. They they sort of costumed it in these, you know, this fun storyline and, and quests, but it was all about the robot workshop. You know, it was all about building robots. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Andrew, I got a question for you. Have yes, you sir. Have you had a chance to play that uh, Tales from the Wasteland mod that uh, one of our face group members uh, has uh, did a voice for? Um, well, the thing is... I don't know if I'm observant enough to realize which of the um, the NPCs are from that DLC or or not DLC that mod or not. You know what I mean? Like I play the game a lot, but I kind of blow through stuff sometimes where I'm just like, I might not recognize if there's a new NPC in an area. What I know that this also includes quests, and no, I haven't done any of those yet, but. I, I don't know if I've stumbled a, upon any of the new NPCs that Tales from the Commonwealth introduces. Have you? No, I, I haven't. Uh, so I wasn't sure if it was on Xbox, but it sounds like it is. It is, it is, yes. Yeah, I, have, okay, I haven't cool. loaded, yeah. and actually everyone who's doing the roundtable has it loaded up. Okay. Um, all right. So I need. I'll. Uh, I'll mess around with mods some more this weekend and try it out because I think. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I know people are worried about the future of the game with with Nuka World being the last DLC, and I. I think you guys talked about it on one of the, the later podcasts that. Uh, I think they seem to maybe be ready to to almost kind of outsource, uh, the storyline to to mod builders in the future, and so if if people do good not, you know good jobs with uh, that, I Selena, I think you talked about the cast. Gadia mod that's supposedly in the works. It's a pretty extensive mod that with a lot of story too. Right, the one in Seattle, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one oh, looks nice. cool. Uh, so, well, well, Pat, the the mod you were mentioning earlier, Tales from the Commonwealth, is uh, a mod that I mentioned we all have loaded. But um, another shout out to Facebook group member Kyle Brennan. He did a couple of voices for that mod. Isn't that awesome? We have a listener who's involved in the mod world. That's that's fun. He reco- recorded some vocal work. He is, plays a couple of different characters, but my favorite is he plays a Mr. Handy called um, Bad X, right? Yes, Bad X. Sort of like Rad X, but bad. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, shout out to Kyle. Um, everything, no, it's, I'm excited to get into this. I need to get into this new DLC and my roundtable character. I'm excited. To get, there's lots of lots of cool Fallout ahead of me, and I'm excited to get into it. And yeah, and uh, and plus there's uh, the Far Harbor has. I think you didn't put the side quests on there too, so there's even more excitement to be had in Far Harbor than yeah. just the main quest line too. So I, lots of good stuff there. I'm I'm kind of wondering. I'm assigned the Children of Adam character, so but there's all sorts of good side quests for Far Harbor and. Acadia that I I would love to get into, but I don't know if I can let my character help them. You know what I mean, Pat? I I think you're okay. I I, I my no, sense no, no, is no. that I just okay. I just realized yeah. something. I just remembered something, and that Fudge Muppet said. Um, he says uh, in my character description that uh, I can use all factions to my advantage and discard them at will after I'm done <laughs> using them. Or there you go. Like that. So yeah, I'll go play all those side missions. That's cool. And, and I don't think I don't think any of them until the very main 
quest line very end i don't think anything gets mutually exclusive on far harbor as near as i can tell yeah uh, they they let you crisscross all over the place for a while i think as so far yeah. as i can tell yeah. no i'm excited to get into all this stuff uh, anybody have any closing thoughts for our episode tonight uh if you can hear me yes i can hear you okay good because i'm worried about this microphone <laughs> it your is microphone dying. conked out or something yeah the new one is in the mail thank mm-hmm. god well welcome um, to the show kara that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, just again want to remind people please send us feedback and if you're too shy to do an audio feedback go ahead and send us a textual feedback you know that's fine we'll read it on the air yep. as we have tonight and we're super excited about how many people are interested in this season's fallout round table mm-hmm. um, and just I am loving all the feedback we're just getting just for the fallout feed as well I think it's it's a lot of fun and I learn just as much from the audience as I learn from my fellow podcasters. So it's super helpful to have your voices involved in this. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. And, and Carrie, you evidently have a, a buddy who plays Fallout, so we'll get your buddy on um, the podcast sometime soon. That'll be cool. I'm tempting him. It's working. It's slowly working. Good stuff. Good deal. Uh, Casey, thanks for coming on the show. Do you have any closing thoughts, buddy? No. Um... Just playing the DLC and liking it and playing my Santa character, keeping very busy. Well, ho, ho, ho. I'm excited to hear about Santa. I really am. This will be great. Uh, Shalene, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've loved to have you the last two episodes. You've been a great con- contributor. Everyone loves your show. Please go check out Fallout Off the Record if you haven't yet. Of course, I think everyone in our group is well aware of your podcast. You, it's a well-produced um, visual um, also podcasts, they do it on YouTube. It's, it's really good stuff. Check out Fallout Off the Record if you haven't yet. Uh, Shalene, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It's been a great pleasure. It was pleasure. really fun. Um, sorry to go on and on, guys, but one thing we d- I, I really don't mention enough is that we do have an Amazon link on asapodcasting.com. And we don't just take that money for the benefit of our little network. We take our donations or whatever your click-throughs or whatever. That small portion of money that um, we get through the Amazon clicks, we donate directly to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation because that is a cause that is near and dear to the heart of ASA podcasting. So if you are shopping on Amazon, please go ahead and click through our Amazon banner. Thank you for that. And if you're interested in learning why it's near and dear, I suggest you check out uh, My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis. It's super informative, and uh, it kind of puts a face on uh, cystic fibrosis. So, good listen. Yes, it's a um, a podcast on our network run by um, Roundtable member Jeremy. Uh, so, check out My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis. Thanks, Thanks for pointing that out, Kara. No problem. Happy to uh, promote one of our other podcasts. Yes. Uh, Not so much in the gaming world, but it is still very interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Fallout feed this episode and for uh, Shalene and Pat and Casey and Kara. I'm Andrew, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Bye. Watch out for vault Tech. Adjectorium. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing 
falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com, where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. All right. Good stuff, guys. How dumb is that? The wasteland is a post-apocalyptic mess. As the soul survivor wanders out, about to see the rest. Nuclear explosions sending out the gamma rays from deep within the fortress. Frozen atomic waves. From deep within the fortress. Frozen atomic waves. Hello, Wastelanders. Kara, are you with us? Hello, Wastelanders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, uh, let me let me uh, play the theme song again, and we'll start again. Thank you. Really I've interested been to hear that. You have to have like Wasteland that. Whisperer, and you could tame all the rad stags. Oh shit! Yes. 